they get a six and not a seven. Um, because I think the twos are probably a, are a big step up from the threes this year. Um, so, so I really like, yeah, I really like them. All those Mountain West teams are really, really good. At least the, the top four or five in that league are really, really good. Um, Colorado State is legit. They got a guy named David Roddy who is as good as you'll find. He was like a, he's like a six, what, six, eight, 260 or something. And he was like a, a high school football uh, star quarterback. He was Mr. Football in Minnesota. Um, had high level quarterback offers. Decided to play basketball at Colorado State. He's, um, he kind of looks like a Barkley out there where he's like, he's a little undersized for his position, but he's big and round and he's tough. Uh, he stretches the floor. He shoots threes. They have a great play. That Colorado State team is legit. Um, San Diego State is always going to guard you. They are a tough watch on offense. If you don't like, if you don't like missed shots, you might want to skip that one as far as a watch, but, uh, they're certainly fun to bet on because, they are impossible to score on. They're, they're the old school San Diego State teams where they're long, they're athletic, they get in every passing lane, every shot is contested. They don't really care about bad shots or turnovers. They take them all the time, they turn it over all the time, but they will not let you score, and it's fun. Uh, and, you know, Boise's out there. I don't know if you mentioned Boise. There are, the Mount West is, is great. It's great. Wyoming is really good. They have two of the best players no one's ever heard of in Maldonado and, and EK. Um, it's, it's one of those the mid-major teams I like like a Wyoming where it's that they have a, a star guard who's a big guard and a star inside player and they just they work the 1-2 game in a mid-major conference it's again don't take any of the Mountain West teams lightly um, either now or you know in, in the in the dance they I think they've got all, all four of those top teams have a shot to, to make some noise so for those of you guys coming in so this is going to be in two parts because my audio clicked off and, and I secretly just kept it going here so we were talking in between mid-majors about North Texas Loyola Chicago Colorado State Boise State San Diego State Wyoming and Murray State Sim is really heavy on Murray State thinks that they're a very good team definitely a potential look of course he also just was talking about Wyoming, which he likes as well. And it's funny because in this heat check bracket, Murray State's flying Wyoming. That's something that's always disappointing to me. When you see two teams, you know, like at, at the top, you know, of your list, you're like, oh, I want to buy these teams. And they're playing each other in the first round. Uh, Fermi, did you have any different teams in there that you wanted to bring into the conversation? Well, so I have one question. This team, unfortunately, may not even make the play or make the tournament. But Rutgers, right now, for Lunardi, is penciled in as a ten seed. <laughs> I, I, don't, I mean, they're I, they're very much on the bubble. Um, but I love the makeup of this squad. I think they have two really good scores in Baker and Harper. They have Omori, who's probably the best recruit that Rutgers has had for a while. Um, is in terms of like number of stars and like highly touted they have Mulcahy who is sort of a do it every do everything very very good role player um rebounds well shoots well passes well and then they have the big 10 defensive player of the year in, in McConnell so I I think this is a team that can be very dangerous if it gets in but they've just been struggling in the big 10 they struggle on the road they're very good at home which doesn't do anything for March Madness um, but then again, neutral courts is definitely better than going on the road. So, what are your thoughts on Rutgers, Sim? And do you think they even have a shot to get in? I do. I think they have. I mean, it's sort of a strange. Um, Rutgers is always one of those, or this type of team. Rutgers is it, is it this year, where there's always that strange sort of tournament resume. Um, I think they lost. They lose to home to Lafayette, right? Yeah. 
right? And then they then yeah, then they be four straight ranked teams later in the year. So I kind of think I know that the, the committee has gone away from this. Previously, they used to look at sort of last ten or how you've been playing lately as far as a big criteria. I think they've they've tried to get away from that. I don't. I didn't. I never minded it. Uh, I mean, I think that. Rutgers in, in November when they were losing to Lafayette and, and St. Francis, New York, I think they, they had like needed a buzzer beater or something. When they were playing like that, they they were no business sniffing the tournament. But um, what they were the first unranked team to beat four straight ranked teams. Um, it, they're beating everybody. I mean, it, the, the quality wins they have are off the charts. So as far again, as far as a, a gambling look, like that might be one of those you look up money line for Rutgers as an underdog because. Um, they've proven that they can beat literally anybody. I mean, they, they have a win at Purdue, right? They have a win uh, at Michigan State. Um, and like you said, they're almost unbeatable at home. So TCU, yeah, TCU, beating, so, uh, TCU beating Texas Tech did not help Rutgers for me at all. True. Yeah, and, and a lot of these, and also any automatic qualifiers, like if Murray State or... Vermont or teams like that get knocked off in their conference tournament. That takes a spot away from an at-large, of course. Um, some of those high-tier high mid-majors that are sort of in regardless of, of tournament outcomes. But, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, but they are they are middle in the Big Ten. The Big Ten, sort of as a follow-up, I mean, I think it was last year where they were such a good conference um, at the top, and also they were deep. And they comes tournament time, and they all they all exit sort of prematurely or early. Um, I think it was last year where they struggled. Sort of looks like the same kind of makeup this year. I mean, Purdue, Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, Ohio State, Iowa, you know, five ranked squads, all capable of winning and, and making runs in the tournament. Hopefully, they don't just beat each other up. But teams like Rutgers and Penn State and Michigan and Michigan State, those kind of teams are struggling to, you know, to sort of break through and get in. I know some of them will, but um, some are definitely on the bubble, Rutgers and Michigan included. Uh, Sim, real quick here to wrap up. We won't hold you up any, any longer than we have. You've done a, fi- a phenomenal job for us. I'm going to list four teams twice for me. You tell me your favorite. Ready? Providence, Illinois, Houston, Alabama. Mm, oh, man, that's tough. Probably Illinois. Um, Providence is magical, though. They... I don't understand. I love the team. I love the roster. I don't love them as top ten good, but they just they win every close game. And some people say it's luck. I don't. I don't think so. I think that there's a makeup of team to do that. I would still take Illinois. I love Houston and Kelvin Sampson, but he lost his top two scores. Kelvin Sampson's that good to almost still be in the conversation here. But I give me Illinois. Knows for Texas Tech, Tennessee, Purdue, Baylor. Oof. Um. I think Baylor's best team there. Oh, that's it. You're never coming back on this ever again. That's it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. That's it. I'm, um, I, I'm Texas Tech graduate. There, there it is. I've been playing I love Texas Tech. I was gonna. I was surprised they were even. I mean, I was getting ready to say Texas Tech, and then you gave me Purdue and Baylor. So I see how high you value them, and I don't disagree. I think that they're in the conversation with those two. But I mean, I think Baylor is is a better shot at national title. I am worried about Purdue. Um, their offense is unbelievable. Their defense is not. Um, teams that bad at defense, they can beat anybody, but to win six in a row, I, I love the team. I hope they do it. Um, they're fun to watch, but no thanks. You're, you're a Texas Tech grad? 
I, I am. I, but here's the thing. I, I, I've been with them for five years, so I can say I'm a fan. You just can't jump on the bandwagon when they're when, when they're winning. I am totally against Texas. I have no idea how they could be anything above a six or a seven seed in this tournament. Um, I think they're totally overrated. I think they're getting brand name with Chris Beard, and I, I, I can understand that. But, uh, you know, Adams from Texas Tech has done a phenomenal job with the team. He's done a great job in the transfer portal. And he he has built, you know, I follow them on Twitter and, and catch up on their news and everything. He has built a true culture down there, and they have a chip on their shoulder again. And and, and Chris Beard did a very good job putting a chip on their shoulder out there in West Texas. And, and Adams came in and was like, not today. So, you know, I think it's... Uh, I think Adams was with them all the whole way, right? Wasn't Adams with them the whole way? I mean, is there... I'm not, I'm not saying it's no, no things out of context. Is there a chance that Adams is the reason Beard was so good? I mean, he's the defensive mind, and... Right, I mean, I'm not saying that. They're, they're, no, well, so, well, so Montreal, but you guys hate a beard. <laughs> well, so the the, the, the issue is, I, I don't, I don't hate anyone because you know, I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna be that violent, but I mean, my thing is, is that he told Adams like they're not gonna hire you. Why are you staying? Come with me. And then they hired him, and it's very similar to what they did with football. When they got McGuire, they're like, you know the state of Texas, you know how to recruit. And so he's done a phenomenal job. I'm really biased, but if you put them in that bracket uh, against Kentucky, I think they can beat Kentucky. And then I, I, I'm just totally biased just to get them out to, to see if Arizona can make it, make it out that far. But I, I, Texas Tech's defense is phenomenal, and all their guys play defense on that team. All of them. So I wouldn't take like yeah. You just put them in and uh, again, you know, in a, in a quartet with Baylor, and I'm incredibly high on Baylor. So but that's the only reason I am with you 100 percent on Texas Tech. I think they're excellent. Fair deal, Fermi. Anything to wrap up here in closing? No, man. I'm I'm just super excited for CTC and of course the big the big dance. I mean, it's right around the corner. Conference tournaments kicking off this week, so it'll be action packed for the next couple months, two months. Brian, anything you want to say in closing? No, I appreciate the the conversation. Any uh, any college basketball talk is good talk. So, well, um, here's the good yeah. news. The good news is you might be having it again in about six days. Whenever this podcast doesn't upload right, so we'll just pretend we'll have this whole conversation again, and we'll see what happens at that point. We'll have more information. <laughs> Um, so, for, for those of you guys who are following us and sticking with us, what's going to happen here is we're going to follow the CTC all the way through. We're going to be tweeting stuff out. We're going to be talking picks. We're going to be talking games, doing the whole thing in preparation for our March Madness. Sunday selection will come out after we have that Sunday selection. Mr. Fermi and I might actually do it live this year. I don't know. I have to talk with them. But we're definitely going to talk our brackets. We're definitely, definitely going to talk about Calcutta's if any of you guys are doing those. And then we're definitely going to look at the opening round, the 64 and the 32 round games for the 2022. March Madness. We appreciate you guys joining us. For any new listeners who came to listen to Brian, he's only here once a year. But if you continue to stay with us, we appreciate it. If not, we understand because when you're with the Anonymous Gamblers, it's only a problem when you're losing. See you guys in a couple weeks.